Welcome back to the home of the fan. Yellow. Red, green, blue. Had a nice healthy break for the holidays. We're almost back to February. Super Bowl time. More of a hibernation. Hibernation. That's what we that's what that's what bears do in the winter. You know what I mean? Speaking of the bears, we had a tough winter. That field goal. Just had to get that in there before we talked the Super Bowl and everything. I was walking in a hotel lobby and they had that play and there was like four other bear fans. There was a lot of yelling. Uh-huh. I think this one dude had money on the game because he had that look in his face like something just happened. Like he was pissed. Like I can't go home. Yeah, Family he, has no more savings. He went back to his little computer he was working on and he was probably like, I'm down a couple grand. Yeah, I got to reevaluate. But all right. Welcome back to the home of the fan. Thank you all for joining. Who's ever listening at home. We're going to talk a lot of Super Bowl today. Little bit of NBA, mainly Super Bowl though. It's that time of year. You guys want got anything you want to add before we get it rolling? Ichiro Suzuki, Randy Johnson, Dick Buttkiss, Trevor Hoffman, and B- Bernie Williams. Number Beanie fifty-one. Williams. Beanie Williams. It's a good number. It is a good number. I was more stacked than I was uh, expecting. Maybe that's why not a lot of people wear it. retired jerseys all okay. over. Okay. I almost kidding. saw Bernie Williams last weekend. Where? At Nam, he was performing. Oh, he's a musician now. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Oh, okay, yeah, he always he, rocked it on the guitar with who yeah. else on the Yankees? Would you have yelled, "Yankees suck"? <laughs> no, he's playing at twelve fifteen though at midnight. I was like, I'm not hanging out that late. It's a long day. But he was the closer. Yeah, yeah, he's wow. like on the board. He's no. on the board there. Oh, there you it go. drops acid and makes music. Really? Is that is that confirmed? Yeah, he talks about it on the Levitar show. Yeah, so you might need to do some. That's awesome though if it's from Levitorch. I just never heard that. Mm. I was like so like, don't just be throwing accusations like that out, but that's confirmed. It makes a lot of sense. Big Bernie. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe it could be, could have been Bernie and the blowfish instead of Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> it has a ring like to that. it. It has a ring like to that. it. Well, because I know he's like an acoustic, you know, and I'm. Or he, I used to be. Yeah. I don't know. I remember. No, yeah, he was. I remember jazz seeing guitarist. jazz guitarist. That's on, awesome, on man. The thing. There's one other person oh, jazz that played, uh, on the Yankees with him. I just can't remember who it was. I have no clue. All right, well, moving on. Jorge Posada. I don't think so. All right, moving back to football. You guys ready? To talk Super Bowl. You guys got anything else? go no Super Bowl Sunday alright I just got a couple topics written up we'll just talk that and go from there see where it takes us question number one what will be the X factor for both teams other than their quarterbacks um well definitely for the Patriots X factor is going to be uh Dante Hightower um, middle linebacker, right? Middle linebacker, outside, outside linebacker. Hybrid. Had the big sack against the Falcons, which took him out of field goal position and the fumble. Um, and then he was hurt last year. So uh, big miss in the defense. He's that one outside besides Trey Flowers at the pass rush. For the yeah, you could go with the you know pass rush. It doesn't have to be one player. No, oh, no, it's it's him though. You it think is it's Dante him. Hightower. Yeah, he's, be, he's the difference maker. Um, he's the captain of the defense for the Rams. Um, I want to say the, state the obvious would be uh, you know what I mean. Sue and Donald up the middle. I feel like everyone everyone wants these pass rushers on the end, but Brady doesn't get out of the pocket. He thrives inside, so you want that up. inside pressure. But I think more importantly, I was watching Sue's interview, and he's like, "You need to stop the run game because the Patriots have a great running back now." They have one of the best interior lines. They have like 
three pro bowlers almost in the inside of the lines, I'm pretty sure, two or three between the center and the guard. Um, and uh, Sue's a guy, too. I've, I've been hearing a lot of talk of this and just watching, you know, he always steps up in big moments. So the super, he might be a guy who's taking a lot of plays off in his career, but that's Super Bowl, you know, he's not taking those plays off. Well, then too, and then so you're also going to be bringing the A game. I can see a uh, Belichick running up plays where you know what I mean. You're taking advantage of Donald's pass rush, taking him out of uh, running plays. You know what I mean, having him go up field. So they need to be disciplined. Yeah, he does everything though. But I know it's going to be easier said than done to take Donald off his game. So to sum it up, you'd go high tower and for the Rams. Their D line. No, the the run defense. Okay, run defense. Yeah, the run defense because they're, they're to sum it up further. Yeah, guys, the specifics. Yeah, uh, for me, the, for the Rams, I think um, the specifics or specifics. I think it's gonna specifics. be the. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> specifics. Um, no. But I think we all do that sometimes. Yeah. Say Pacific on accident. Especially just slipping some water. Living on that lift East Coast, bro. Yeah. I mean that West Coast. Yeah. yeah okay. Like Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Let's take a deep breath, everybody. Um, for the Rams, the X factor, I believe, it's will been be. Been a while. I'm so rusty. The I can tell. Time I'm of kidding. Seeing how long they can control the clock. This uh, is the Rams' time of yeah, possession. I, think, I like that. Yeah, I think they need to have long drives. They need to keep Brady off the field. Um, I haven't heard that much. I've been listening to a lot of sports talk, and that's not something that's come up much. That's really important. I agree with that. Because when the Patriots can control the game, they do it differently. I, know I think they mean. need to play the Patriots' game if they want to win. If you are if you win the coin toss, if you're the Rams, do you want the ball first or do you want to kick it? I could see how that's an interesting question. I'd probably say kick it. I know what you mean because I trust their offense. It's like if you guys get a stop, I think you can go put up three and at least get a lead. But do you, you know? Wanna, do you want to trust Brady or do you want to go Brady going another ten minute drive like you did? No, I, I get what you mean. So maybe you just take the rock. But I think you, I think you go put your defense out there and say let's get a stop. Patriots from do. I could be wrong, but I think historically in the first quarter in Super Bowls they're not super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Have you, do you know what I'm talking about? Do we need to look that fact check that Josh, Patriot um, guy? No, I was just wondering if you've heard that. I uh, mean, maybe you look it up if you don't mind. I feel like they always had that that run game first, anyways. Besides that, rules Randy Moss year, so I see yeah. what, you, what you mean. So, guys, so for the Rams, time of possession. Yeah, and then, I like that. Um, Patriots, I think it's gonna be their their offensive line, like what Josh was saying about how they did. Um, the 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 pressure between uh, Sue and Donald. I yeah, mean, Brady doesn't get touched. Yeah, and he wasn't sacked in the. Uh, Blake and I were talking in the, during the last game. Like, imagine how much pride the, the offensive linemen play for. They uh, play with like they protect Tom Brady. Like every guy wants to be him, and they're protecting him. He didn't get sacked. Like that's crazy. So I think if they can they can kind of I I do think they do sack Brady once twice, no more than three times, but. I think they can uh, kind of keep them under, you know what I mean? Keep Brady calm where he gets to do whatever he wants still. I think that's the X factor for the, the Patriots. Okay. I all like of, that. Keep Brady's, him in his comfort zone. All of Brady's losses are interior linemen, too. Both Giants, those are interior linemen. Well, they had DNs, too. They had Strahan, the one year. Well, they're playing like four, four DNs. Uh, and and Bald um, and Justin Tuck. Who was the other guy who was an all-star for a little? I don't remember. Strahan, Pierre, Justin oh, Tuck. Pierre they might Paul. not have Pierre, though, at they, that time. At, uh-huh. Yeah. Pierre Paul, Justin Tuck, and uh, that's young Pierre Paul. Yeah. And, uh... Even so, Yeah. Well, I got a uh, real quick for mine. I got the Pats for the X-Factor for the Patriots to win. I think they need to stop the Rams rushing attack. 
because I say that because whether it was C.J. Anderson or Gurley, that's kind of been the big talk lately. The Rams have kind of slowed it down, got away from just passing the ball like crazy, and now they're a running team almost, which, I mean, we've all seen the change and just pounding the rock with Anderson. Gurley hasn't even played as much. Think he's but hurt? there's been rumors he's been hurt. I think it. I think there's been something a little off. I think but, he's hurt and he might be but, tired. Anderson didn't I, play all year. I think McVeigh. Yeah, that's what I think too. He, he CJ Anderson's been quoting. Uh, this is quoting him, but he's been saying, "I'm the freshest running back in the league because he sat out for 14 weeks. Yeah, so say, now he's like, feeling how many good. He played like four or six games. No, but like he that. he said it jokingly, but it makes sense. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's like, "I'm feeling good. I said, like, I believe I'm ready to go." Like. But, um, yeah, so I think the Patriots have to take the Rams, that whole new running-centric offense, away from them and make them make Goff beat them. Secondly, for the Rams, we kind of all talked about this. It's their D-line. They got to get to Tom Brady. They got to stop the run game. It's pretty much – I think that's a lot of pressure to put on a defensive line, but we've just seen in the past to beat the Patriots. It's kind of – it all starts up front because they just know how to control the game, and if you can knock them off their rhythm – it's the only way to have a chance. And the Rams is, like, notorious for their linebacking core being kind of the weakest part of their yeah, team. Yeah, I was, uh, was going to ask as a trivia question. Can you guys name one Rams linebacker? I know one of them made the Pro Bowl, actually. I'm not going to count Dante Fowler because he's, like, a DN hybrid. Mark he's, Barron. Wasn't he he's a linebacker now. Uh, Corey Littleton. That's Mark a Barron's guy, a linebacker yeah. now. Is he still on a Mark Barron? I don't yeah. think he's trying. I, I, I think, think he is. Can you look that too, up, Josh? Yeah. I thought he was, a for some reason, did get traded to the Bucks, but... No, he got traded. For yeah, Corey Littleton. Littleton is a pro bill. Yeah, yeah, you know he's good. He's just not. He just doesn't get talked a lot because that the star-studded team. Oh, he was. But he's yeah, gone. Him. I think he's a giant. Yeah, he's still playing up for the Rams. He was hurt though. No, Baron he? Balls. But I always think of him as a safety. But you're right. But do you know what I mean? Like, think of a Rams linebacker. You kind of go, hmm, because they have so many other stars on defense. All right, let's roll into question number two. This is very related to question number one. Kind of spoke about it, so I thought it'd be a nice little lead-in. What should the Rams' approach be to slowing down Tom Brady? Like, it's obviously, like, the most important thing to beat the Patriots. I was was thinking, you know what I mean? The Rams have that pass rush. The what? And the Rams have those corners. Not the actual goats. But if you look at those Rams' corners, the Rams' safeties... They're they're kind of outside. They're kind of like you know what I mean. Um, position players. They're those those fancy. They're they're matching up against those stars. Patriots are inside the middle between the lines. Edelman. I want to see how. I think it's Sam Shields is the Rams cornerback. That guy's older. He's like their third corner though. They got. Um, they're he's their the slot fourth, corner. Well, then I mean. four, well they got Sam Shields been playing slot they got all Roby year. Roby and Shields, and then they have. Peters and Tlaib. Yeah, but Peters and Tlaib rarely, really play in the slot. I haven't seen it much this but year. But you know Tlaib's going to be sticking on Edelman if he's killing them. He'll switch. But they got Cooks on the outside. Or, excuse me, sorry. that He's on, he's on the Rams now. So um, It was easy to make that mistake, man. He just switched over. Yeah, no. So, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I want to see who's guarding Edelman. Because they those, those and Tlaib was a Patriot. So, that yeah. just mixed me all up in my head. I got everybody in their jerseys in my head. I'm like, what the hell? I want to see sorry. who's going to guard those guys when they t- typically play on the outside. So, you think to slow and, down uh, Brady, you got to slow down his interior receiver. Oh, most certainly. I agree. I could mostly agree yeah. with that. I think I've always heard this from the experts about how the Giants won. You got to get to him with sending four guys so you can still drop back and play your proper your coverage. coverage. 
And um, I think that's kind of obvious, easier said than done. But Donald and Sue and Fowler are the guys to do it. So, I mean, they're going to have a damn good chance. And I really think they need to slow the Patriots' run game down. I know you mentioned that. That's going to be huge. But I really think they got to get to him early and kind of just – you got to make him uncomfortable. Like, you don't see Tom Brady doing much dancing in the pocket. Like we said, he doesn't get touched. He just kind of takes two steps, chucks it. And he's most the nicest two steps forward. It's robotic. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I go, is this guy even human? I'm kidding. But boom, boom. And he knows exactly where the guy's going to be. And he throws it before they're even looking. So he know it's robotic. So you really got to hit him quick. And it's going to be tough. But that's the only, I think that's what the Rams got to do. They got to really just. Sue and Donald got to play their ass off. I'm excited to see, you know what I mean, double-team ratio between all of them. Real quick, just cause this this is ones. perfect with what you're saying, kind of leads into it. Literally perfect. With talking all this about Sue and Donald and Fowler, there's going to be that third, fourth guy who we don't know, maybe off the top of our heads, D-Lyman or D-End, who's going to get that big sack or maybe needs to make a big – because there's going to be a lot of eyes on those two. The linemen, they're going to know so they got to block Sue like and Donald. Brockers and like there's a few Kendall Langford, I think, still. They seem like they have a lot of Brockers, good yeah. – those vets who you're like, they're still on the they're on the Rams or they signed them. Brockers or, is a bad man. Is he still doing it, you know yeah. what I mean? So Well, typically – Can you fact the, check that if he's yeah. still on no, them? He's still on the Rams, he is. Okay, yeah, no, because the way you said I didn't know, but – um, typically, too, with pass rushers at the end, the Patriots like to chip them with Gronk, but they can't chip an inside interior lineman as Gronk's well. Yeah. No I'm, I'm excited to see what, if, and I hope it's not his last game. I heard he's at 69%. Again? On, yeah, again for retirement. Did he actually up. say that? Yeah. Well, no, he didn't say that. He said, you guys know what number I'm at. Remember last year? He's a legend. <laughs> That's what he said. Well, what do you think his percentage? I actually have mine down. I I think it's pretty high. I go put it on 85%. This might be his last game. I think game. he's done, bro. Yeah, 100. I like You know when you watch greatness and they're just done physically? Talk, talking way too much WWE and conferences. Basically, what I'm trying to say is Gronk isn't... the like he's In the Super Bowl, he could look like Gronk for... A while, but oh, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. he can play whole over game sixteen. Is, I think he didn't miss a snap. I just the don't playoff, the last game. Yeah, I just don't see him taking that Antonio Gates route of just kind of catching twenty two balls a year, like give me a touchdown. Like I love my teammates. Like that's great. Like I love like the Antonio Gates does that, and I have all the respect for that. I just he's don't think, so much money. I don't think that's Gronk. I think no, he's yeah, more think of like all right. I still got like seven years. I can enjoy my life before I'm old. Like let me do this. No, I'm kidding. But Hollywood, no, seriously. You know he's I gonna either go to Hollywood or, or I think he'll go pay to show up for a club. I remember like, uh, be, reading he doesn't spend any of his salary. He uh, only yeah. spends stuff he gets on. He uh, seems to. Me, I could be wrong, but he's even like cooled it off a little as far as I don't even see maybe like maybe WWE, but Hollywood, like I don't know as much. But I WWE seems fitting at least for a little run as a gimmick, it might not last. You can like travel the world, that shit's not as easy as you think, you know what I mean? Not like you think, but those guys get hurt too. So, no, yeah, he would do that for a few months and be like, How much money I got in the bank? I don't gotta do this no more. Mm. That's my opinion, but all right, so. We were talking the Rams' approach of slowing down Brady, moved into Gronk WWE. So, so, wait, with that, you don't think he could take, like, a Shaq approach and just do a little bit of everything and be popular? Dude, I'm going to be real. I think he missed his window. Yeah? I think because now he's already kind of lost that, like, I'm a star thing. Dude, don't get me wrong. Gronk's the man, but, like, 
There was like two years ago where he was like one of the big. So he had his own shit party. And yeah, stuff like he that. was okay. the man. Like mm-hmm. he was the man. Now he's just kind of like Tom Brady's the man, and he's yeah, and, off. Well, he's just been hurt. So like, mm-hmm. if Gronk comes out, catches eight balls, hundred yards, and two TDs, does the spike twice, everybody's gonna be going, Gronk's back, don't retire. Yeah. But until then, you know, I just I don't know, man. And I'm not saying he can't make that transition. As I just don't see a broadcaster really, to be honest. NBA Shaq. Sometimes doesn't know what he's talking about, but it's the NBA. Everybody just has fun. It's I just have to say one thing. I'm watching that Chiefs-Patriots game, and, you know what I mean, he's wide open in the flat, and the ball just goes right through his fingers. And I'm like, this is Gronk's last game. He made a cut. Offsides gets called. <laughs> I don't I'm know like, if oh Romo said, God. wait, here's when Gronkowski makes a play, or if, well, whoever I was watching with said that. I think it was Romo, though. But Gronk made a cut. I remember he made a few no, he Plays did. When I'm they just saying that it. one play, that no. one play would have ended the game. It no, I saw an interception. I saw right not Brady, but I saw Aaron Rodgers this year miss a few throws, and that's exactly what I said in our group text. I said he's done. He Wade just Phillip, doesn't do that. Wade Phillips said he's gonna for my the Rams' approach to slowing down Brady is that uh, Wade Phillips said he's gonna be listening to the broadcast game in his headset. Oh, I so saw he that. Get, yeah, uh, that. Before play action yeah, from that's Romo, so funny. they need to. Uh, is that what he said? Yeah, mm-hmm. Romo's on it. All right, let's move on to number three. Is Julian Edelman the most clutch wideout in the NFL right now? I'm gonna start by saying yes, and I say this because I just can't think of anybody else who I want on fourth and seven with the game on the line, running my in route right there to cl- clinch it or to get me the first down or score whatever. I'd say DeAndre Hopkins, but. I would take Brady over this era. Watson. DeAndre Hopkins, it's just I don't think he's done it in the big moments. Yeah, yeah they haven't had the opportunity. You know what I mean? And who I, else has done it in the big moment? I and really I feel think. like who else runs in the middle more than Edelman, too? You that, know? too. But really think of like big moments in the NFL, big catches. Big catches, one-handed it's catches. It's tough to think of. Like putting a, that ball underneath against the Falcons. He had two great catches that get overlooked. He's one of them. I, just because oh, the Falcons game. Yeah. Because historically, I don't know. I just Some feel great like. Great catches. You know, you don't I would put remember Welker the big catch. Walker. I'm talking right now, yeah. though, but. So most clutch you'd go, you'd agree Edelman right now. I put him in the era, this era. I mean, I've never seen Rice play. It was kind of before. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Not exactly. Rice. I saw him, like, run play for, like, the Raiders. For the Raiders, exactly. I I remember a little bit of Niners Rice, but, yeah, we were so young. I just remember remember that Uh one with him and T.O. Yeah, him and (laughs) T.O. T.O. had a game-winning touchdown or something. I don't know. I always remember that because I was a big T.O. fan. So at least, like, going over the middle, like, I can't. Probably didn't say G at the time. I can't remember, you know. I can't think of anyone. The, off my the head. only guy who comes to mind off the top of my head, Antonio Brown, and I do trust him. He's made some big plays, but I just can't think of he's, his you know, attitude's too diva for I don't, me. I'm not sure if he has a Super Bowl ring, Antonio Brown. I don't think so. So I'm just saying I don't like Doug Baldwin is a close kind of up there when it's just a big spot. I trust Doug Baldwin. He seems to be one of those guys. He's not Julian Edelman's level. But I'm just saying there's not a lot of big guys who have proven in the playoffs they can be counted on at receiver. And just, like, coming from a quarterback in college, too, nuts. Yeah. Would you nuts. agree Baldwin's kind of another name no, I love in Baldwin. that class? I love Baldwin. Because him and Russell, they've made plays in the playoffs. Um, for Forever it was Jordy Nelson. I was going to say something like Jordy, Jordy and Aaron Rodgers had a thing going where they, you know, you needed a big play. They were going to connect. Um, Outside him and Devontae class. Adams have something special going now, but it's not. They haven't, like I said, proven it in the a big A lot of moment. touchdowns. I, I noticed that this year. Yeah, no, they're good. Sneaky. Combo. I'll throw just because 
the Minnesota miracle will throw digs in there. I mean, that was clutch. Like he made it happen, you know. So that was clutch. But I mean, it, you gotta put Thielen over him though. He had more, more yeah, catches. Yeah, I'm talking clutch moments though. Okay. A catch a catch in the first quarter is not the game. You know what I mean? I'm talking okay, like yeah, big I'm, big plays. The game but sealing. But I'm saying when you get all those catches, no, it you're adds like, up. Like okay, this guy's in a. I know. I'm just talking. So I would maybe put Thielen over him in the situation. I like Diggs, but so I'd probably pick him. But I'm just saying, if you needed a guy on like fourth down, game on the line, okay, outdated by about two years, but Larry Fitzgerald is on the level of Edelman. I'll put him right there. He's equivalent. I don't. I he's played in the Super Bowl and balled out. I believe. I thought he balled. I don't remember. I thought he balled out in my head. He's a G. I'd put him with that on But other uh, than that, I just can't think. I have a little, like, dark horse. I might be a little biased because my fantasy team, but Zach Ertz, you know what I mean? He comes up with big plays, a lot of third down, fourth down, over the middle. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. I like Zach Ertz. Good, you know what I mean? Good routes. Tight He's not ends. Have your big Gronk plays. is up there, too. But I would put Edelman still above Gronk. Mm-hmm. Even. No, yeah, most certainly. Right now, definitely. Um... I'm trying to think any other ones, guys. You got a couple. I was going to look up that Larry Fitzgerald. Just throw some names out there all time. Anything? Clutch receivers. Um. <laughs> Crickets. Um. Let's see. I'm thinking of some. Jerry Rice. Dion Branch. Dion Branch is a good name. He's a guy like a Doug Baldwin. Shorter. Well, he might like, not always be like a star, but there was a time not where. Not the fastest, but you know what I mean? Exactly. Quick. But there was a time where his QB trusted him more than anybody else. And like, he'd Troy take Brown. him over Antonio Brown almost. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But you get what I'm saying. Like in the big spot, give Brady him. Yeah, Troy Brown back in the day was nice. He played a little defense too, right? Yeah. 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 I, was I can't him. believe we were even th- forgetting about the Rams back in the day. What about like, was Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt, Tory Holt, Marvin Harrison? There's no more consistent guy go. than Marvin Harrison. What are we See, thinking about? We'll move on from this quick, but this is just something that got me thinking. I'm like, there's not a lot of you don't generally think receiver and clutch anymore. Like there used to be those guys, like you said, Marvin Harrison, Tory Holt. Like you knew Kurt Warner was throwing to Isaac Bruce or Holt, and it was like. Like, oh, every time, yeah. every time. Anquan Bolden was pretty damn nice for a little. He was a big body, big body over the middle. Let me let me try to find these Super Bowl stats. If I can't find them soon, I'll give up. But I wanted to see if Larry balled in the Super Bowl. I thought he did. But, you know, if I can't find it, the world will uh, find it for me. Won't you guys? Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. All Did you right. see the uh, <laughs> that, that post Good of job, like Josh. um pros in, or it's like pros of uh, Jared Goff versus cons of Tom Brady. No, it's oh my gosh, it's. So I saw funny. one that was no, Tom Brady versus Bartolo Colon. What was it saying? Because they both like, played for a long time. It was like yeah, twenty-one seasons. Bartolo had two hundred forty-seven wins. Brady had two hundred five. Um. Uh, it said that Bartolo had one home run, Brady had zero, <laughs> and then it said that uh, tur- it had turnovers or something, 19 or something, and then uh, Bartolo had zero. That's so funny. All right, real quick, real quick, and then we'll move on from this after Josh sh- shares this meme or whatever. All right, Larry Fitzgerald, 
late in the fourth quarter. Huge touchdown. Two touchdowns in that Super Bowl. Set a single-season postseason record with 546 receiving yards and 30 receptions. Seven TDs. Larry Fitzgerald. I'm taking him as my most clutch receiver besides Rice and Edelman. All right, so we got Jared Goff versus Tom Brady. Jared Goff was the number one first pick in the draft. Tom Brady, 199. Goff never lost a Super Bowl. Brady lost three. Goff, one career playoff loss. Brady, a whopping 10 losses. Goff, coolest name ever. Brady, basic AF name. (laughs) Goff, starting... Start and remember the Titans, Brady. That's so funny. Wasn't Ted 2 for like 30 seconds. <laughs> Goff, once named NFC Player of the Month. Brady, never named NFC Player of the Month. That's well played. Goff, bet, beat the Lions 30-16. to 16. Brady, lost to Lions 26-10. to 10. Goff, kills it on the field. Brady, was, a, was teammates of a murderer. Goff, <laughs> ripe 24. Brady, 50 old or something. Goff, plays in L.A., Brady, New England isn't even a city. <laughs> Goff, where's Gucci? Brady, where's makeup and Uggs? Goff, owns a massive pair of balls. Brady, deflates balls. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Goff's going to win the Super Bowl after that. He's the better QB. Did Goff make that meme? Yeah, I have no idea. I'm pretty it's sure so somebody is. Kevin Durant make that meme? That's hilarious. All right, moving on in the NFL. We got a couple more NFL things we're going to cover, and we'll talk a little NBA, see how we're doing on time. All right, try to move through this one a little more quickly. If the Rams win, does it boost their stock enough to be mentioned in the conversation with the Lakers and Dodgers for premier franchises in L.A.? I'll just start real quick. I'm going to just say no, but it puts them in the conversation. It, they're not at, they aren't. But it's a premi- nice to SC. <laughs> no, we'll see. I was just want to say, I was going to use SC as an example. Because the Lakers are so bad and SC so bad, they can slide right in. They might have a seven-year window and then be gone like the Trojans. But I think if they get hot, we we need a winner in L.A. I won't be a Rams fan just because they're winning, but a lot of people will. You know what I mean? New stadium, too. New stadium. Um, I do think the Chargers being here kind of affects it because it does take some fans away. I really like the Chargers. I actually I like too. them more than the Rams, but I feel like the majority of – basically the, the market – that they're trying to tap into is the Laker fan, the Dodger fan. They're the same people. No, yes, totally. And most of those people they're, are Raider fans. They see that's what they need them to get that win. The Raiders moved to Vegas. They're like, oh shit, I'm like four hours away. Yeah, I'm, or no, no. See, the problem is they'll say, "Fuck the Raiders." It's part of my language. I'm be a Rams fan now because they're winning and the Raiders are gone. You know what I mean? So I think it does. It ruins our team. They have to win, <laughs> but I think it opens the door. I'm just, that's all I'm gonna say is it opens the door to it because the Lakers are so bad right now, and I, they have LeBron and they're still um, underperforming. So, I mean, LeBron's hurt, but are they even? Are they like under 500 right now, mm, or like at 500 around there? Pretty close. They're outside of the playoff picture. But all right, so we all could agree. It kind of Josh. You wouldn't say it puts them there yet, but it puts them in the... I want to see it to believe it. But do you know what I mean from being from in this area? If they start winning, people jump on that bandwagon quick, whether it was the Trojans for a little... Remember when everybody was an L.A. Kings fan? Mm-hmm. Who do you know that's a Kings fan now? You no, know what I mean? No there was a lot of Kings fans for a little. There was The Ducks were winning. They were big for a year. Like, 
So I just think they could be the next hot ticket in town. But I do think the Rams, I will say, have a chance to be a step above those teams. Like the Chargers, if they won a Super Bowl, I'd say they'd be more like the Kings or something. Everybody, yeah, go Chargers. But with the Rams, like they can't be one of the top dogs. They, just, they have to play their cards right. But the door's open right now. The Lakers have been crappy. The Dodgers can't get over the hump. So they put that hardware on. That's the first L.A. championship since, what, Shaq and Kobe? No, Kobe got a couple, but... He'll be happy Kings or the Kings, too. but that's not it counts, but it's not the major sports that I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, it's not the top three sports. People definitely. don't lose their minds like football or something. Yeah, I don't agree. Top three bragging sports. rights don't come into play as much. And I love hockey as a sport, I respect it, but it's just not the same. No, I agree. Like I love hockey, but the NHL is just on the level of hockey's like that icing. And we won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But it's not gonna win your argument. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we're off to a great start. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back at the home of the fan. All right, we are back at the one and only Hot F. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, I'm just messing around. All right, we're back at the home of the fan. I know, pineapple juice supposedly helps break down mucus in your throat. So, new fact of the day. Learned that on a vegan slash alkaline Instagram page. Not that I'm going vegan, but you know, I'm trying to trying to get healthy, you know. It's twenty nineteen, man. The resources are there. We don't gotta eat bologna anymore and shit, you know. I, I never ate bologna. Well, we didn't grow up the same then, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to the NFL. We're talking a little we're keeping it going with the NFL. Moving on from the bologna talk. Josh is full of it. That was a good one. That was one of the weakest, best ones at the same time. All right, real quick. Does a Super Bowl win elevate Jared Goff to an elite uh, elite QB to keep the theme going of elevation from the Super Bowl? I think it I think it puts him above a system quarterback. Um, I think McVay helps him out still a lot. I don't know if he is an elite quarterback. There was moments towards the end where he kind of uh, struggled towards the end of the season, uh, the last four or five games. But he picked up in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree but, with um, what you mean. You don't know if he is. Nice yeah, I will say, though. But he's if, on his way. If he's he can out- Matt Ryan won one, and he's, you know what I mean? And but he, Matt Ryan didn't win the Super Bowl. Or, well, yeah. So I was going to use him as an example, well, kind of. MVP, though, I too. think okay. Matt Ryan wins that Super Bowl, he would have been an elite quarterback. He never made that jump. Like, some guys do, some guys don't. But he never, he's always been, like, the seventh, eighth. Like, Goff's looking at I that career track, kind of. I don't even know if Goff's in the top No, I'm saying he's looking me, at though. that career track, kind of, maybe being a middle-of-the-pack QB. But here's what I'll say, though. You look at the numbers, and you get a Super Bowl win, he's a top-five QB based off the numbers in a ring. And I know it's like, okay, he has McVay's, but you still got to follow the system and perform. So I'll say he's not the higher-end elite, you know what I mean? But I'd say he's, I'd say he's an elite... I know what you mean. It's tough to put him in the elite quarterback, but I'd say there's that like Breeze, Brady, Rogers, that conversation, Wilson, and there's all those guys, and he's kind of just like just got in the door, and he's like standing there, like he doesn't know what to do yet. But I'd say he's he's got a chance. He's like, just like so, guys. Yeah, exactly. So I think this you can make a nice. case. I'm from him. NorCal. No, <laughs> I can make you can make a case for him, but that was it's well not. Played. It's not. It's not gonna make selling me. It's not gonna make me sold. I understand what you're like, saying. When you say those elite, I don't see him there. I see him more underneath in the Carson Wentz in the. But see, he doesn't. He Andrew didn't. Luck. I don't even think. But see, those guys haven't won a Super Bowl. 
that it has a factor, man. Like it does something to your career. The only guy who I can think of off the top of my head, because if you look at the list, Rogers only has one. Yeah, I would say what is there only twenty guys who have won a Super Bowl or not twenty? There's been like five or six Super Bowl winners in the last eighteen years. I think years. his success is is short to me too. I guess I, I it's only agree. been one season. No, you know? I agree. I'm not saying that. Well, it's his second year of success because they won the I think division last year. What was his stats though? They and I think his stats were nice. Did he play the whole season last year? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, he was a starter. I understand. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go. Give so me Jared Goff. Fourth year then, right? Third. third. I wouldn't say give me Jared Goff first over Aaron Rodgers, but to be honest, if you're a third year QB going into your fourth year, coming off a Super Bowl win, who threw 4,500 passing yards, that's that's what that's pretty damn elite. I get what you mean. He's not Brady or any of those guys, but. To go back to finish what I'm trying to say here, to go back to what Kai said, like, what? Ah, damn it! Now I don't know what you said, but um, I'm trying to think of it. Basically, I mean, if you want to talk about this, like going me, into I'll next think year or think of it. this, I just don't see him in a, in a top five as of today's quarterback. I got to take five quarterbacks over him. But I mean, maybe if you're going set up, no, I get it. I get what you mean as far. Well, top. It doesn't just have to be top five. Like, would, you have, would you still would you take him over in Mahomes still like? No, I'd probably take Mahomes over him. That's... I'd take Wilson, Brady, Rodgers, Breeze. I, see, I want to take Mahomes, and I probably would based off talent, but just... But if you put Goff's rings in a box, and you put Mahomes' well, rings in no, a box... No, it's not all about the rings <laughs> either, but he's close, and he's not that far off performance-wise, you know what yeah. I mean? But what we were saying was how Goff kind of teetered off, I guess. That's yeah, what I was trying to go yeah. back to, and he had those moments where he seemed like, okay, he's I don't human. know if he's all there. He's kind of floating... And I think to go out there and beat Brady, like, that could do enough to put him over the hump, maybe to go into next year and be like, dude, I'm the man. I just won the fucking Super Bowl. I'm ready to well, kick ass. Does it so I get what um, you mean. I could see the argument for him not being elite because he's not a top five. I get what you mean. He's maybe not a top five QB. He's, like, more in the – he's right around there, though. If he wins a Super Bowl, like – it's getting in the conversation. So let me ask you, if he wins the Super Bowl, he's automatically elite QB, or does he have no. to win the Super Bowl for his team? No, I get what you mean. It depends how the game goes. If they, But I think to beat the Patriots, your quarterback has to play great. I've never seen a quarterback play bad and the Patriots lose. So what if he has, like, so what if the Rams defense shows up, Gurley, Anderson have a few rushing TVs, Goff has 250 and a touchdown or two and a pick or two? I mean, if he plays poorly and he shows up and plays bad, then no, that doesn't make him a lead. I'm saying if he has, like, a huge Super Bowl, three-touchdown game, balls out, and looks like the QB was number one pick, you're going to go into the next year like, this guy just won a Super Bowl. He straight out plays Brady. Then that's what yeah, I'm – okay. you know, he so throws – That's just what I'm, I want to – I'm just saying because he has the numbers to back it up, and the whole argument always is, like, Kai says he's a system QB or – not like you said he was a system QB. That's what people say. He's a system QB, but... He benefits from it. If you win the Super Bowl, it's like Brady. He still gets called a system QB. So I, I see a lot of similarities in the two. I just think if Goff gets this one, he has a chance to establish himself as the next, like, you got Russell Wilson and Brady. Like, there's not a lot of guys with a lot of rings. Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers has a ring. Like, you know, they, getting that ring puts you in the club. That's all I'm trying to say. Nick Foles. And he's better than Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. But um, our, we'll move on from that. It's interesting, though. It's just kind of like the Super Bowl does mean a lot how much weight do you put in it. I just think if you can beat Brady, and like you said, Josh, if he plays bad, it doesn't matter. But 
he kicks Brady's ass and has a great game, or even like outduels him at the end, or comes up with a couple big throws. Has a winning drive. Those are those things that going into next year, we're all gonna say, "Wow, I trust Jared Goff now." Like right now, I don't know if I fully trust him as like a top guy. Is he? Do I take him as my first round fantasy QB? You see him throw four touchdowns against Brady. Everybody's like, "Damn, Goff's good." Mm-hmm. So I don't know. This is his chance to really put himself over, put himself over the hump. All right, number six. I said let's make this quick, and I'm rambling. Number six, which team's running backs will have the bigger impact, larger impact? The Pats with Burkhead, Michelle, and White, or the Rams with Gurley and Anderson? I think each team has a Georgia guy in there. Yep, Michelle and Gurley. First round Georgia guy. Um, I think that the, I think they're both gonna be one of the bigger factors to both teams. Um, Hard to argue. Yeah, like we don't know if Gurley's hurt, if he's been tired, if he's out of the. If, Gurley's if, a little bit of a wild Anderson, card right yeah, now. Yeah, if Anderson poses a threat to him, and he kind of. I just think like, McVeigh goes a lot with game flow. I've heard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as far as if Anderson's pounding the rocket in four and a half, let's keep. If we have the lead, keep pounding it. But if we're down, I think Gurley's will be in that game. And then they're gonna line up white and the, the you know what I mean he's gonna get fifteen catches probably. Yeah. Like if I had to put you middle. on the spot, sorry to cut you off because you're like giving good points for both sides. Like if I had to put you on the spot though, which team do you think will? I, if you if you don't have a, like a solid answer, that's fine too. If you could be like, they're I think they have an equal impact. I think you're both gonna match each other pretty well. I think the bigger impact in order to win is probably the Rams, but I think the. I like that. I, I think I know what you mean because it's not on golf shoulders. Barely. I will say I I think the Rams running backs. I don't trust them as much in this game because, like you said, they need them a lot more. I can see the Patriots really being like, we're gonna take the runaway, and I and I personally just think I'm going Pats. Just I think they have the bigger impact because the dude we've seen do it before, James White. I think he's the guy I trust as far as I like all these running backs. They're nice. We've seen them have nice moments. But I've seen James White have a great Super Bowl game with Brady, and they're just kind of like doing their thing, and they make that look easy, and they do that against everybody. So unless the Rams are really game planning for James White, I think Burkhead's only in the game if it's goal line situation. And he'll get that so. touchdown. He was yeah. running good last week. Yeah, he, he was likes running that really Basically, good last I week. think it would be a draw. Yeah, I think Burkhead matches up with Anderson. I think Michelle and Gurley really kind of all cancel each other out, and then White's kind of the guy who's just like, all right, this guy's gonna be an X factor and he almost doesn't count as a running back but he does because he'll, mm-hmm. he'll get a handoff one um, <clears throat> I really like James White I trust him a lot I think uh, I think it comes down because I like I said the the Rams need to control that clutch receiver that, that uh, line so I think it is it's the like Patriots 2.0 um, I think it is the Patriots but like Dugan said those success with the four the four rushers if the Rams can't get the pressure if they have five rushers that means James White's coming on the backfield with no one on him or one on one. If they can get that four, they can have someone covering them. So I think it, it is going down to the rushers, and and uh, that's even the pass rush is going to affect the running back pass game, depending on how many people they can bring. It's it's how they're going to be able to cover the Patriots. Yeah. So the running backs will have an impact on both sides. Kai's is going. Kind of Rams, I guess. That's kind of what you leaned. Yeah. You just said they need to have the bigger impact. I'm going Pats and Josh Seven Pats. I think they're going to – I think – I just like James White, man. I think I that guy's too. good for nine catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. 
Mark it down right now. All right, real quick, you guys want to talk a little bit about the Saints-Rams thing. I just got a quick question, anything you guys want to add. Just kind of what's your reaction, but mainly, should the NFL add challenge, like uh, being able to challenge pass interference because that's on the table right now. People are wanting the NFL to allow challenges on pass interference. I just want to get your guys' thoughts. Um, it's going to be very difficult. It's uh, easy to live in the moment after that play and be like, oh my like God, what, that was the worst call ever. We need it. But. I like what Goodell said. I think I think he said it today. that um, Everyone's human. Yeah, our refs are human. Um, and we, I think sports need the human Sean element. Sean was wearing his... Uh, clown t-shirt that's awesome uh but i i think it like it needs to be like super regulated like only the last five minutes let me me ask you this coach perfect setup i'll say as somebody who's coached football you know like what do you think from a coach like if you were coaching a game would you rather the ref be able to because it sounds like it'd be more where they go i don't know if a coach can be able to throw a flag or it's more of a head of fit you know the booth goes to the Review kind of deal. A third-party consultant like they bring in for concussions. So I'm just kind of interested. What are your thoughts? With that, as a coach, you're just sitting there like, what the hell? My player just made a great play. Bang, bang. I just – because I worry as, like, somebody who's played one year of high school football. I'm just saying, like, you make a bang, bang play in the moment as a player. That's what it's all about. Both of you guys are fighting for the ball. You don't know what the hell's happened. We're watching on TV. It looks like, oh, this guy's holding this guy's guy's – Every time they get a bang bang play, what are they going to do? Throw the flag? Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. That's what yeah, I that's worry what about. That's what I was saying. My my point was the game's already too choppy, dude. It's it's too choppy already. Could you imagine? Like when you say choppy, you mean it just the it ruins flag, the flow. Flag, yeah, flag. Time, you know what I mean? Timeout. Players were co- yelling at the coaches. Coaches like, yelling at players. It's just, the game's too choppy. It doesn't have a flow. There's way Eli too much Apple penalties was already. Sean McVay. Like I said, though, gambling and missed calls was going to mix together by the end of this year, and LA's in the Super Bowl. We need to do more research on that before we start throwing it out there. But, I mean, you could have, there could be smoke. I mean, there's as smoke, a theory, there's, there's fire. There's no research. It's just a theory. It's just a hypothesis that I, <laughs> that I threw out in the beginning of the year. This is just some thoughts. T-H-O-T-S. All right. Well, for now, that was most of our NFL talk. We'll take one more quick break. We'll keep this pod rolling. Back at the... Home of the fan. Thank you all for listening. All right. Welcome back to the home of the fan. Broadcast from Texas. No, I'm playing. All right. We're Austin. Ra- what was that? Austin. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Austin, Kai's will be down there. Come say hi. Cruising around the South by Southwest Festival. All the coolest kids will be there. Stop. <laughs> All right, lots of e cigs. No, I'm kidding. No, no, I think that place is cooler than the e cig. All right, e cig was invented though. Really? No, I believed it. <laughs> I was like, shit, there you go. It's like that all really came full circle. I was yeah, like, damn. Yeah. All right, well you got me. All right, final Super Bowl predictions. We're gonna get into that. What else were we gonna talk about? The spread is that what you want to talk about, Josh? Yeah, pick your spread. Who wins the spread? I'm. All right, we'll start this. I'm going to say, who who makes a big play down the stretch? Final score in the spread. Josh, give us the... Well, you already said he was going to make the big play earlier in the pod. Who? Most clutch wide receiver. Edelman. All right, I, there yeah. you go. So that's your answer. And what was the second one? What's the final score? Uh, who wins and predict the spread? I think that kind of goes hand in hand. So why don't you just tell your prediction and you can say, well, they're going to cover. We didn't intro back in well on that one, but, you know, no, we're rusty. 56. 
56 and a half. It's not complicated yeah. this morning. Right. We're they're going. Saying, uh, they're saying 30 to 27. Is that what Madden said on the simulation? No, but that's like what the it's two and a half. Points what are they saying? Thirty to twenty-seven. I got thirty-one twenty-eight, so I'm right there with 30, them. 24 to thirty-one. Pats. Pats. All right. I don't I'm, bet against Brady. You know what? I have a hard time doing it. The Rams were my preseason pick, and I've never picked against Brady in the Super Bowl. I just don't do it. But, but, I'm gonna say this. I'm going to just, like, hedge this best I can. I think that's the right word. Hedge my bet, you know. It's going to come down to the wire. I think Rams are going to win 28-24. I do. But I'm going to say this. I wouldn't be shocked at all. And I think this is actually going to happen. But I want the Rams because I picked them in preseason. So, I mean, it would be, it'd be nice. I'll to be get at the right. parade. Listen. I would if they win. I'll be at the parade. I think it's Wednesday. He's a Brady fan, and he goes to the Rams Hell parade. Hell yeah, bro. Let's go. Oh, my goodness. All right. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if the Pats went 31-28. So, I said Rams 28-24. I kind of think the Pats are going to end up having that last-minute touchdown and winning by three, though. Oh, I have he's going to perform or what? Has that been rumored? Probably. But um, I just think Brady does something late. Like I said, I'm picking Rams to win by four. So they would definitely be covering the spread. But just look out for Brady late to do something down the stretch. It's going to be a close game. And it's going to come down to whether Brady gets the ball in the end zone. That's how I'm going to end that. That's what I think. I will say one thing before Kais gets into his uh, preview. It's kind of a question, kind of a thought. Do you guys think McVay is the first coach since maybe I'd say Tom Coughlin? who can come close to matching Belichick's detail. Because I haven't heard of any coaches who are obsessed with the game, like Belichick, besides maybe McVay. Like, he has that little bit different, like the way he looks at football. Like, he like really breathes. These guys all do. Don't get me wrong, but... Belichick texted him after the... Um, I think it was a Thursday night, one of the Thursday night games. and I've heard they have a, they do talk and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and Belichick was like, I really... I really love how you run your offense tonight or something. He was just like in shot. He was just like like congratulating like you very explosive. A lot of tonight. people don't give uh, <laughs> Belichick his credit, but they say he's one of the best as far as reaching out to coaches. He'd always have Chip Kelly on the uh, grounds wherever in New England. You know, yeah. like he's trying to learn. But do you, do you get what I'm saying? I think he's the first coach I could safely say. I like Pete Carroll, but I don't think he was as detail oriented as a guy as McVay. Yeah, he was just, you know what I mean, inspirational. Yeah, he's just got the guys ready to kill somebody Mm -hmm. for him. But like, I think McVay's really gonna like if Belichick does a chess move. I think McVay's (laughs) the first guy I could safely say in my head. I don't know for sure, but I think he'll have something to, to counter. You know? No, I was watching an interview and he said, "You best believe, like I wrote up a bunch of plays that the Patriots have never seen. Like, yeah, he's done some homework. Yeah, no, he's ready. Then that's awesome. Yeah, so he's probably watched hours of every game they played for mm-hmm. like five years. Like they've never seen these ones, like formations they've never seen and whatnot. So I was like, dang, that's so nuts. Yeah, just a stray away well, from the I knew, predictions. I knew. But... I was like, yeah, Belichick's probably doing the same thing though. Yeah, and I'm. Yeah, they just don't talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not giving McVeigh the upper hand at all. I just can't think of a Super Bowl in a long time where I'm like, okay, like this guy's on the level of Belichick, and I don't think he is. He hasn't proven it. Well, even two coaches that take the headline this much, you yeah, know? that's true. Mm-hmm. They really are kind of. It's, it feels good though because it's kind of old school. Where you got oh, like, a, it's like not it. just Belichick. You used to have like rivalries. You had the Parcells. You had the Jimmy mm-hmm. Johnson. There was more guys out mm-hmm. there. 
there was at least like five or six great coaches rather than but Belichick's kind of it's like the LeBron thing they've been so dominant they, nobody else can be dominant but alright I, I think McVay's the first uh, real test he's had since the Giants well, Cliff Kingsbury hasn't had the opportunity yet Cliff Kingsbury <laughs> he's had a conversation with Sean McVay so he hey, should I'm, be uh... we'll move on to your prediction <laughs> I'm rooting for Kingsbury and like you never know it could all work out but he seems exactly like the the knockoff Sean McVay, mm-hmm. you know, like when a product Mac Lef- Matt Lafleur or whatever from yeah. on the like Titans. The, I- the iPod blows up. Well, now he's the Packers coach. The iPod blows up. Next thing you know, there's like a hundred other MP3 players. That's like Sean McVay came, and now you got all the other MP3 players yeah, coming. They're like, whoa, 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 we need we need our guy right here. This guy's 35. He's really hip. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Cliff's, Cliff Kingsbury could work, but if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he had like 35 percent winning percentage in college it's not very good 500 yards a game though it's true josh rosen pro bowl mark it down here. yeah you heard it here all right coach what's your prediction um i'm kind of i'm thinking uh, a lot of the same of what you guys it's going to be close i think it's gonna be high scoring um but i think it's gonna be like a one point game 28 to 27 that's what you say is high score. That's yeah. pretty high scoring for a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not going to be the 43 to 41 shootout or the 55 to 51 shootout or whatever. That We was say that, but these two teams, there is that chance. It, it could be. And it is indoor. It is indoor. Mm-hmm. It is indoor. That's one thing. Uh, zero line could hit one from 70 with time remaining. Okay, let me let me give uh, Cliff some credit. I'm, I apologize. He was 35 and 40 with the 46 percent winning percent so 0.467 so almost 47 percent. almost 47 if that's even how that yeah i don't know round up yes cliff i don't know it's just like it's just hard for me to believe that the guy got a gig already in the nfl with that record and he was he literally had four cups of coffee with the trojans yeah literally he was going back for the going back to the keurig so put that cure again for me. Yes. Oh, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. Didn't even put finish. it in my box. The water didn't even get hot. He paid for his own uh, like resignation or whatever. He paid to get because um, he they had, he had to resign from SC to take the job because they were blocking him. Yeah, that. I heard that. So he paid his. Uh, it's just a, that's an L from SC on every. You know who level. we hired instead? Who? Oh. Graham Harrell, his old quarterback. <laughs> they got him as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, they, he's our new quarterback. That's uh, actually hilarious. I remember that guy, but that's awesome. I don't know. I I don't know if he was. He was the Houston. Who? Someone. He was someone's guy. Graham Harrell. But no. he was a. Oh. Who was the Houston coach before? Houston Nut. No, I'm kidding. No. It's not a coach. Yeah. No, you're talking about um the dude who went to Texas. Tom Herman. Tom Herman. Yeah. Let's get back to predictions. I already gave it. You gave it? Yeah. What's the final score? 27-28. He gave it to the... So who wins? Patriots. Pats. Josh goes Pats. I'm going Rams. I see 27-21. Because of Mike Brady. I'm going Rams. minute 10 left. Two timeouts. So we all agree there's going to be some late heroics. We all agree it's going to be a good Super Bowl. <laughs> Gronk, touchdown, I got, spike. I got one question I will ask. I wanted to write this down. I forgot, but... If... If the because I don't think the Patriots are ever out of it, we know that. But if the Rams get down ten nothing, is it over? Like just do do will you just be like, damn, it's done? I know that's a lot to say, but I'm like ten nothing's a lot of pressure on Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. But like, look at the Chiefs last week. The Patriots defense does give up points. No, they you can make a little run on them. Yeah, 
I'm not going to say, like, we just talked about Mahomes and Goff. That's what I mean. Like, does Goff have it in him? Like, off the top of your head, we all kind of go, uh, I don't know. It's going to show, it's going to tell us a lot if they get down and he can make them come back or if he can lead that comeback. I mean, then we'll talk an elite QB, Jared Goff. Yeah. To wrap, no, bring it back to my point earlier. And that's how that ends, Josh. That's how you prove it. <laughs> yeah, so what's up, man? You'll be talking Jared Goff is the next Tom Brady. I almost actually asked that as a question, not directly, but does McVay and Lat? Oh, here's another. We'll throw it out there because we're rolling. Then we'll we'll wrap this thing up. Does McVay and Goff have a chance to be the next head coaching duo like a uh, Brady and Belichick? Because I can't think of anybody else who has a chance to. Like, there's not that. I can't think of a lot of duos right now, head coach and quarterback, that are just. They're like in sync like that. I don't know. Well, I like Wilson and Pete Carroll, but Pete Carroll's more of a defensive guy. So is um, Belichick, to make it though. Quick and short, no, I think this is like a one-time, you know what I mean, soak it in type deal. See, it's worth asking though because of the age. That's the thing, you know. They do this five more years, get two Super Bowls in five years. You're looking like a Brady kind of career. Like Brady didn't win them all at the beginning, so you just got to keep putting yourself in that position. So there's a chance. Would you agree with that? Or yeah, kind of. And I think you're it, shaking your head, so I didn't know what it, you were thinking. I mean, it goes also nodding into, your head, not shaking. Um. Brady get, takes pay cuts, you know what I mean? Is Goff yeah. going to be doing that later in his I career? Agree. I think Goff, that's so what uh, Brady told Mahomes in the in his meeting. You heard that, game. or you just have a feeling? Well, they, they haven't said what he said, but Brady went and found a security guard and said something, like asked if he could talk to um, Mahomes after the game. Yeah. And I think he probably told him something about, like, it's all about the preparation and, like, you can put the like, team first. Yeah, or something. put the team. You can probably get endorsements elsewhere. Like you know what I mean. We don't know if he guy. said that, but it's an interesting. Thought. Yeah, it's not confirmed, mm-hmm. but I think it's like something to do with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Very there's a lot of a lot of different things that go into it. Well, but so I see. You, yes, you, there is potential. I just don't. Okay, see I was. Going. I asked because I besides Peterson and Wentz, and they didn't win one together. Really, I just can't think of that duo. I mean, like I said, Carol Wilson. They're kind of like, I feel like, reaching their ceiling unless they reel off a couple more. I like that Reich and Luck, maybe. They I like them. That's just an interesting thought. I'm just trying to get you to throw some out there just because mm-hmm. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't think of many. Um, like, Shanahan and Garoppolo had a chance to maybe grow into something special, but that didn't, like, get the chance to yeah. grow like we thought. And we'll see how this LaFur guy does with Rodgers. But, yeah, it's interesting to see the guys who grow their career together. Like, you know, like, it's very rare. Where you have the head coach just start now. I mean, Belichick wasn't a rookie, but he was in his first. You know, he wasn't established. Got the Brady he had a shitty, shitty career, and I think it was New York before. Well, he was good in New York as a D coordinator, and then the Browns. He had Browns, a tough time. Yeah, Browns, that's what it was. My apologies. Well, all right, this was a good podcast. Hope 51. everybody enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fifty-one pods. It's pretty impressive. I can't lie. Everybody pat themselves on the back. Well done, guys. Well done. The Ichiro pod. I'm trying to think of any other 51s not coming to mind. I know there's like a nice power forward from the NBA who's a 51. There's gotta be. Probably goggles. I get that 1980s power forward vibe from 51. I think Sean Kemp, what was he like? 40 no, he was 40, 50, I think. That's a good, that's a good guess. All right. That's what. That's the picture you're painting your head. Yeah, exactly. More of a Horace Grant type. But all right. So we got <laughs> Kaius is picking the Pats. Josh is picking the Pats. And I'm picking the Rams. We'll see how it goes. And we'll let you guys know next time. Hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. 
We're not sure when the next pod will be, but when we get it cracking, we're going to talk a little NBA. We got a lot of NBA actually to talk about, and we'll talk about next year in the NFL, and we'll uh, recap the Super Bowl. They wrap up the Super Bowl. It didn't sound right. We'll recap the Super Bowl, but all right. Thanks for listening. Pod 51 out. You.